Hi, everybody. Bill Panoff here, Editor-in-Chief of Porthole Cruise and Travel. You know, Seattle is considered the gateway to Alaska, and I personally have fondly sailed out of Seattle many, many times. The streets along the beautiful downtown waterfront are called Alaskan Way, and it's really a perfect home port for an Alaska cruise. You know, famously called the Emerald City, and for very good reason, Seattle is stunning. And I think many people don't realize that if they are not spending a day or two in Seattle before or after their cruise vacation, they're really missing a big part of their Alaska cruise. And that is why today joining me are two travel industry experts sharing their insights and reasons on why you should consider spending extra time in Seattle before and after your cruise vacation. First of all, let me introduce you to Linda Sprigman. Linda is the Director of Cruise and Maritime Marketing from the Port of Seattle. Linda, how are you? Great, Bill. Thanks. How are you? I'm very, very good. It's it's nice to speak to you, and uh, I'm looking forward to my next Alaska cruise out in the Port of Seattle for sure. Perfect. We can't wait to welcome you. You know, as the Director of Cruise and Maritime Marketing, what makes Seattle such an easy place to start a cruise from to Alaska? Well, it's, there's really a couple things, Bill. Um, the first one is choice. There are so many options when you're sailing out of Seattle. We have uh, seven major cruise brands, uh, 13 ships sailing this summer out of Seattle from you know smaller seven, 800 passenger ships up to the multi-thousand. So there's a lot of choice between the type of cruise people are looking for um, and length of cruise five to 11 days. So there's lots of choice. The other really great part is the convenience of Seattle. Um, sure. uh, Seattle Tacoma Airport has 91 direct flights, so it's wow. a super easy arrival um, to to your cruise. Um, and most importantly, our two uh, cruise terminals are only 15 miles from the airport, so very convenient to get to your um, beautiful ship. Sure. Seattle also offers a unique seamless luggage program that I actually participated in that makes it so easy for guests to spend extra time in Seattle after their cruise. Can you tell us a little bit about that service? Yeah, it's called Port Valet and it's actually a free service to guests wow. um, of the cruise lines. And essentially, if you're when you're returning back from your Alaska cruise and heading home, if you're flying out that day um, and sign up for Port Valet, you will put your bags outside your stateroom and you will see them again at your um, arrival airport. You get your bag tags on board. You can track your bags all the way. The greatest thing about Port Valet is your bags are on the way to the airport and you get to spend time in Seattle really enjoying the sights before you have to get to the airport. And the other great thing about it is once you get to the airport, you go straight through security, um, avoiding the um, airline check-in counters. I think you're one of the few ports that actually offers it, but more importantly, offers that service absolutely free. Yeah, it, it's really a huge benefit on that disembarkation day. You know, that can sure. be kind of a, a sad day anyhow and very congested and to not have to worry about your luggage and be able to spend more time in your destination is really a, a benefit. Well, let me introduce to, uh, Liz, uh, who's the Director of International Tourism for uh, uh, Visit Seattle. Liz, how are you? I am doing absolutely fantastic. I can't believe how close we are to cruise season. So I'm really glad we're getting a chance to talk today. Absolutely. Tell me, what can cruisers expect before and after their cruise vacation in Seattle? If they've never been there before, what are the yeah. benefits? 
Well, I mean, Seattle itself is a super vibrant city. We have a long history of exploration and adventure. You know, the indigenous people that have been here for thousands of years living off the land and the bounty that comes from here. Uh, you know, in 1898, we had the Alaska Gold Rush. This was the jumping off point for people heading up to the gold fields in Alaska. In 1962, we hosted the World's Fair and created this little thing called the Space Needle. Um, and then since then, there's been a ton of development. We've had a bunch of community, or excuse me, small businesses that you might have heard of that have come out of here, including sure. um, Boeing, uh, Microsoft, yeah. Amazon, Starbucks. Right. So this truly is a city of innovation and excitement. And people get a sense of that when they come to visit here, even if it's only for one or two days pre or post cruise. I know the fact that Seattle also has an amazing reputation for culinary and food. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, okay, that's that's a subject that's very close to my heart. So, um, first off, given our location right on the edge of the Pacific Ocean in Puget Sound, we have amazing seafood. 13% of the entire uh, U.S. domestic seafood production comes through Seattle. So wow. that means salmon, it means halibut, it means Alaskan king crab. All of that is fresh and delicious. On a little bit more of a local front, we have local Dungeness crab, oyster beds, mussel beds, all of that's fresh and accessible from everything from kind of small, quaint oyster bars up to your larger, long-standing seafood restaurants wow. in town. Uh, another thing that we're really known for, wait, wait, Bill, I got to ask you, are you a beer guy? I am a beer guy. I love beer. You're a beer guy. Well, then you've probably had some Yakima hops. Absolutely. So those are grown just on the other side of the Cascade Mountains from here. 70% yep. of the hops grown Yakima. So we're very excited about that. Also on the east side, the uh, environment is perfect for growing wine grapes. And so there's tons of great terroir and regions over there. In fact, Walla Walla was named one of the best or the best wine region, excuse yep. me, in the U.S. Yep three years running. And so we understand that people can't always make it all the way over to the other side of the state. But there's a great community about 30 minutes from here called Woodenville, and they have over 130 wineries. So there's really easy, great way to, to go out there. You can join an organized tour or even just take an Uber over there and spend the day. You know, there's so many places to stay in Seattle. The accommodations are phenomenal. Last time I was in Seattle, I stayed at a beautiful hotel called the Lotte Hotel uh, in downtown Seattle. Oh, I love the Lotte Hotel. It's absolutely beautiful. And one of the best things is that's an amazing hotel, but there's also so many other great hotels sure. here. And while we have some of the high-end luxury brands that you may experience in a large city, like your Four Seasons or a Lotte, there's a lot of great options that cover the range of budget from family-friendly, economical. Um, we have the whole gamut of those here. Uh, if you are looking and maybe your flight's coming into SeaTac and you're coming in a little bit late or you're leaving a little bit early, there's really great properties actually around the airport themselves that make it a very convenient. And as Linda mentioned, the airport's so close to the city. You can take an Uber or a light rail and you can be in downtown in less than 30 minutes. Uh, another great bonus from a lot of our hotels, especially those in downtown, is that they'll offer a shuttle to any of the cruise terminals, making it very seamless to explore the city, grab your bag and get on your ship, or even do the other way around. 
I remember when I sailed out of, uh, of the port, I went to the aquarium first. I'll be spent a few hours there exploring and just uh, I actually took my luggage and I just wheeled it to the uh, to the terminal. The terminal at that time was was so close to the aquarium. It was it was like so convenient. Oh, it's absolutely amazing. You know, one of my favorite things about Seattle is how compact a lot of the main attractions are. So the aquarium you mentioned is right down there on the waterfront with really great shops and restaurants. And that's just down from Pike Place Market, which is the longest continuous continuously running market in the United States. It's been open since 1907. Great ways to taste and smell and experience the flavors of Washington and Seattle. And it's also the home to the famous uh, fish chuckers <laughs> that you may have seen if you've ever seen any videos on Seattle. Well, Linda, the, the growth of cruising at the Port of Seattle is just phenomenal. I mean, each year you're getting more and more ships positioning their vessels there. I mean, you must be doing something right. Yeah, Seattle's perfectly positioned for uh, Alaska sailing. The convenience of being a domestic uh, departure point really sure. is an added benefit for us. And um, we we have three fantastically located cruise piers at two different terminals. So um, we, we think we're really right-sized um, and it allows a lot of variety and options for guests depending on what they're looking for for their Alaska cruise. Oh. Linda and uh, Liz, it's a pleasure chatting with you. I can't wait till my next... Uh, cruise out of uh, Port of Seattle. It will, it will be very, very soon. And before you know it, the season will be upon us. Uh, if you're considering an, a vacation to Alaska, Port of Seattle and Seattle, Washington is a must as the port of embarkation. There's so much to see there before and after your cruise vacation. Uh, number one in my book. Bill Panoff here for Port Hope Cruise and Travel. Thanks for tuning in.